Have you ever seen the movie Inside Out? It's a Disney movie with a little girl named Riley. She has all sorts of emotions that she's trying to sort out. Well, today we're going to talk about the senses again, and this time we're talking about sound and how it affects us emotionally. So hold on because you're going to get to hear all sorts of sounds. I'm Emily Morgan. And I'm Mike Morgan. And in this episode of The Grand Life, we're going to talk about your sense of hearing and how you listen to sounds and how you feel about those sounds. You may have memories of your own grandparents that are almost as much rooted in the sounds that you heard as the smells that you may have experienced. Well, this is going to be a fun one. What do you think? It's going to be wild and free. Wild and free. And I have given you all sorts of interesting instructions. On how, and, you know, I jokingly put on their Facebook, we're going to give our sound engineer a real run for his money. And, you know, I hope as listeners that our sound engineer is my husband, Mike. So It, it is a job that I love doing and <laughs> am grateful for the opportunity. So I did a little research based on the wonderful responses that – Many of our listeners provided on our two Facebook pages mm-hmm. responses to the question, what memories do you have that are rooted in the sound that you heard from your own grandparents? Yeah. And it was interesting because we did get fewer uh, responses than we did for um, smell. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because I don't know whether people are kind of like, oh, I'm not going to provide you with all your information for your podcast. You have to figure that out. Or they're just really just, um, you know, that maybe wasn't as easy for them to think of sounds. Um, But man, I I came up with all sorts and all week I have been thinking about sounds that I think of when I think of my grandparents. So what do you want to do here? You're going to play a sound and we're going to listen to it for a minute and then we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Some of these sounds come from your experience. Some of them come from the experiences of our listeners. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to start with a bang, literally. Is that the sound? Because I know what that sound is. One more time. Yeah. What does that make you think of? Okay. That makes me think of my grandfather who um, gave me a gun. And now, (laughs) wait a minute. He didn't just like give you a gun. (laughs) Did not just hand me a gun, but good. Glad to hear this. So I was so little, I didn't know the difference between a rifle and a shotgun and a whatever. But well, and why should you when you're a little kid and right. a, a city kid, particular? Yeah. So he gave us a. Now, see, I can't even remember. What, it was a rifle yeah. because he was a deer hunter, um, and so he gave me a rifle. And I was quite young at the time when um, he put it in my hands. And then, you know, I got that kickback, which I don't think I'll ever forget. So that's actually a that's a touch thing. I remember the kickback on that thing. It scared me to death. And I was talking to my sister about it. And she remembered it so because she she actually fell backwards, thought she died or something, thought she'd shot herself. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's a that sound that you you uh, replicated was quite mild when it's right up in your ear, right by your ear. Oh my goodness, yes. It sounds and and when you're only seven, you know it it sounds a lot a lot louder. Couldn't disagree. <laughs> okay, here's another one that's actually from your experience, but it's so distinctive. I bet it's not just you. One more time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and then if any of you have been listening to the podcast long enough, you know 
my other grandfather and grandmother owned a auto dealership. And part of the auto dealership was the garage behind where they fixed, they repaired. And so we would go in there and um, you could walk by there. And the reason I walked by there was another sound, which I don't think you have. But it, Try me. Well, because I, I didn't mention it to you, but... No, actually, yes, <laughs> that is one of the sounds. And, but there was another sound. It was the sound of the Coke machine or the what I thought was orange crush and grape crush because that's what was in that machine. And you'd open up the door and you would grab that, you know, you put your money in, put your nickel in. And, and you'd open it would this go down and you open tall, this skinny tall, door. skinny door that you could see through, but you would open it up and then you'd pull the orange crush. And if you didn't pull it fast enough, it would get stuck. And then you would have to go get Uncle Stanley to come by, you know, get, get your nickel back and right. try it again. He, he would take his keys and he would yep. turn, 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 <laughs> yep. unlock the machine. Oh, man, that yeah. sound is so distinctive to me. And, yeah. you know, I don't hear it anymore. That's a, that's a sound that's gone. Right. As is pretty much this bell. Yeah, I mean, that's e true. Even service centers, you know, auto service centers, they don't have the air hose running across the lane to for the bell to go off when somebody drives up. Time to go get your gas. Somebody was there to get gas. Right. So, yeah, whether it was the Texaco or, you know, whether you were at Texaco or, or a Sunoco or wherever you were. So we have driven in New Jersey, which is the only state that I know of that – compels that gas is pumped by an, a, a gas station attendant. I don't remember those bells in New Jersey gas stations. Do you? And I uh, know I think they just watch for people to yeah, come okay. up. But so for for any of you who are listening, I wonder if that's part of your experience. Please, whenever you hear these sounds, when when you listen to the podcast, we love to hear from you. So please go to our Facebook page, The Grand Life. And the Grand Life Podcast, do you have to say podcast Grand band? Life Podcast fans. Well, there's the Grand the Life one. Podcast fans, and right. then there's also the Grand Life. Yeah. And um, go there, get on our Facebook page, follow us, um, and you can see if there's any discussion going on about that. But I think that would be fascinating to hear from you. So write back and let us know if any of these sounds are familiar to you as yeah. well. Here's another one that came from a listener, and I loved finding this one. There were so many variations on this. I just picked one that I thought would be unmistakable. Man, I can smell the manure coming out of the manure spreader right now. <laughs> now, that is not a sound that's familiar to me. Yep, okay. Well, I sort of learned how to drive a tractor before I was allowed to drive the pickup truck on the farm that I grew up on. Makes sense. You couldn't do as much damage, right? Well, you couldn't go as fast, <laughs> yeah. but if you wanted to, you could do plenty of damage with a oh, tractor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like like tip it over. Oh no, ours didn't have a roll bar, mm. so yeah, you have to be careful. Now, you know, in my own experience, that's not so much something that I associate with my grandparents, mm -hmm. but my own upbringing. Yeah, but our adult children, they would have remembered that from their experiences. Yes, with their grandparents. Right. Um, I'm not sure our grandchildren will ever have that experience. That's another one of those it's uh, way sounds. gone. Yep. Like, like um, and you know, we no one said anything about the sound of a dial telephone mm. being something that they associated with their grandparents. Mm -hmm. uh, but on, you know, on that note, I remember my own grandparents having 
uh, party line conversations on their telephones and sort of negotiating use of the phone with the other people who'd be on the party line. Yeah. That's so funny. I just heard on the news that they're getting rid of 411. Directory assistance, right? Yeah. They're, they're yeah. Apparently, uh, several of the large companies, phone companies, are getting rid of 411. So you can't call uh, and get information anymore. But, you know, that's now entered the vernacular. You know, if you want the 411 on something, this is, this is I'm showing my age because this is probably 20 years old. It's pro- <laughs> this has probably been in Urban Dictionary for 20 years if, if it's been around that long. But if you want the, the 411, yeah. the download. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We're starting to sound old. We are sounding it's, old. It's time to go to another sound. Okay. Let's see what I've got here. We've already done, uh, we haven't done this one yet. Um, I don't know what that is. Okay. Do it again. You got him. Bring him in. Bring him in. Keep your line tight. Oh, you know what? Uh, it's funny. I mentioned catch and release. I was thinking more of the sound of the reel. That is the sound of the reel. Well, isn't there a click, 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 click sound that is different than that? That's the sound of a rod and reel. Oh, interesting. And line being paid out as you're trying to reel it in. Okay. I... That's I swear not the that's sound. That's not huh? quite the sound that I okay. remember. We should have had a pre-production meeting on this. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe other people will get that. That's a sound they remember. It's pretty distinctive. But yeah. you know what's interesting is, and I wanted to stop and mention this. You know, we are talking about the limbic system, and I mentioned that when we were talking about smell. Um, but there are different parts of the limbic system, and I am not a scientist, and I didn't do a ton of research. But what's really interesting to me is that what I did see when I was reading about this was that smell was something we talked about. You smell with your brain, um, but you when you hear sounds, so we're talking about sound now, it's often associated with emotion, which is so interesting to me because I have sounds that I um, connect with an emotional response. And you were talking about, uh, we were talking about this earlier, you this were talking is, about the animals. This is like evolutionary. So if you are living in the wild, as mm-hmm. humans did, and there is a threat that is making its way towards you, what's the sense that's going to register that first? Probably hearing, not vision, particularly at night, not touch, probably not smell. Although that's a close uh, you never know. Yeah. It, it depends on which way the wind is blowing. Yeah. But an animal uh, predator walking uh, or maybe, you know, breaking a stick underfoot, that's the sort of thing that you might uh, pick up on the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what you just said also, it goes a long way to explain why music hits us emotionally. Yes. Why that sound stimulus goes right to the heart. Right. It's It's different than smelling something. You know, smelling something kind of jogs your memory. Immediately you think of something. It's a recall. It's, it's a not recall. A, oh. But when you're talking about music, it's a feeling. Yeah, a feeling emerges when you hear something. And this is a funny thing, but a few years back, I had a, a minor surgery and I was kind of lightly put under. And when I was coming out of it, I heard the sound that comes on when you turn on Netflix. And every time I hear that sound now, I have a fear, like a momentary fear that I had when I was put under and I was worried about what was going to happen. And I think that's so interesting. And I actually went back and asked the nurse 
if they had turned the TV on because I was sure that I had heard that Netflix sound. And she said, oh, it's possible that, you know, the Netflix thing came up and then we switched it to something else. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they were watching Netflix while they were doing surgery on me. I have no idea. But, but it's just so funny because I can't not feel that when I hear that Netflix sound. Okay, I'll confess. I hear the sound and I'm afraid too. What? I'm afraid that I'm about to waste two hours on watching something that I didn't really want to sit and watch. <laughs> okay. It's not quite the same thing. <laughs> not quite. So let's go to another sound. Maybe it will evoke an emotion for you. Anybody grow up around one of those? Oh, I love that sound. Isn't it great? Yes. One of our listeners mentioned that. It was a very clear memory for her. I. It's funny because when I hear that sound, I think of a sleepover I went to, and they didn't stop the clock, and so we were sleeping on the first floor, and that was going all night, and I had a really hard time falling asleep. <laughs> I was awake most of the night. I was so afraid. <laughs> I was probably, I don't know, 10. But that's a great sound. Another one of those that we won't hear so much of as time goes on. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah. a we have a cuckoo clock. I think our grandchildren will remember the cuckoo clock. When they hear a cuckoo clock, they'll think of ours. They will. And that was from your grandmother. That's right. So that's kind of a that's nice five tradition. generations now. Isn't that something? Wow. Yeah. 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 And we have a couple other clocks chiming in our yeah. household. I like that sound. Now, if you're a follower of The Grand Life, uh, you may remember that about this time last year, we experimented with doing a live video episode, and it was a cooking activity. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the presenters of that cooking activity, uh, John Gifaldi, shared this as a sound memory from his uh, growing up around in an, in an Italian family around grand grandparents. This is also kind of blended with uh, another similar memory that was called in, or that was written in. Yeah, you just made a fire. Is that somebody starting up a gas fireplace? Yeah, that's exactly what that is, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So, so John, being um, a pretty serious chef... Um, uh, said that this really spoke to him. This kind of sound really spoke to him. Mm -hmm. Takes him all the way back. Yeah, and somebody else had written about perch um, frying, frying perch in mm -hmm. a pan. Yeah, so right. that's that frying sound. Yep. And right. I, actually, that brings me back to my grandparents' cottage by the lake, too, because they used to oh, cook yeah. up the fish. You there. catch the fish, and then you fry the fish. <laughs> there you go. I'm having are, way too having much fun with fun. this new mixer. <laughs> I got to tell you, I got to just admit. <laughs> so what's next? So this one somebody mentioned as something that they uh, remembered from the back porch. Yeah. Now there's probably bigger, more robust sounding ones of those, of triangles. Mm -hmm. uh, but I guess it's the way that people used to get called to meals. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder if your grandparents didn't do that out on, in Tennessee. We had bells. You had bells. Well, because we had a bell that we used with our kids, uh, called them in. That was back when you could let kids just play outside and then 
call them in for dinner with a bell. When free-range parenting wasn't a reason to call CPS, Child Protective (laughs) Services. (laughs) Yep. What do we have next? Well, this is from um, someone else's background, but it's a part of yours too. So for the nerds out there, this is a Hammond C three. Yep. And what? for the and for the Baptists, that's there's power in the blood. Yep. Yeah, I know all the words to that song. And my grandfather played the organ in our in his house when we were getting ready for church whenever we visited my grandparents. And uh, I also would go over to Uncle Stanley's, who I mentioned at the garage, and there was someone I think it was Uncle Stanley or Aunt Elsie, I can't remember, would play the organ. There were organs in people's houses. That's like, think about it. My grandmother, after my grandfather died, my grandmother took the organ to her apartment. There was an organ in her apartment. I mean, that's odd anymore. It's pretty cramped in there, I got to (laughs) say. You just don't see that very much anymore. Crazy. Now it's electric pianos and synthesizers and different kinds of things that are, you know, that maybe our grandchildren will relate to when they think of their grandparents. Now, we already have been in the kitchen, but I'm going to uh, going to go back there for this one, okay? So what do you think? So I think the only thing that's missing is the sound of your ring hitting the rolling pin. Was that supposed <laughs> to be on there? <laughs> it's a very similar sound to when your teacher used to roll the chalk in her hands and you could hear her rings. <laughs> do you remember that? I do, yes. Yeah, she'd right. be like, you know, answer the question and she'd roll her hands in the, wow. and you could hear the rings. I used to love that sound. I always thought that sounded so cool and very adult. So I was at the public library today and I always walk through where the periodicals are and I saw that there is a basket full of Reminisce magazine. Yeah, we used to get that. 20, 25 years ago, we would get a copy of Reminisce magazine every month and it would sort of wander between, isn't it sweet when you think back on these things and isn't it awful that these things are gone? Yeah. Right? So there was a yeah. little bit of get off my lawn, <laughs> that kind of old old grumpiness in that magazine. Just to be clear, this is not what this episode is about. <laughs> this is not about thinking back on times past and going, oh, why aren't things still like they were? Right. This, we, we try to look forward. So we're trying to think about the sounds that we knew growing up and associated with our grandparents and the sounds that our grands will associate with us and thinking about that, right. thinking about the forwardness of it. So um, just being aware. I mean, I think it's so interesting because as we get further into these senses, especially um, touch and sight, I think you'll find out that we are very oh, – what's the word I want? It's like we're very unaware. We're very unobservant of the way things hit us because we have all of our senses. Here's one that's easy to ignore altogether. Do you know what that is? I do. Yeah. Do it again for our listeners. It's not a musical instrument. It's a cookie jar, a glass cookie jar with a metal top. 
Right. And I really do believe our grandchildren, when they hear that sound, they will think of me. Because when we have family dinners together once a week or when they come for holidays, I often try to have cookies in there, whether they're homemade or not, and they can get in there and they can um, grab a cookie. And so I think they will associate that sound. And maybe you have that sound from your grandparents, some cookie, specific cookie jar and what it sounded like. Um, Might be more like what it smelled like or what it tasted like, but sometimes it's what it sounds like. You know, part of sticking your hand in the cookie jar, especially if it was a ceramic one, is that you don't know what's on the inside. It's a little bit like a treasure hunt. <laughs> and and on that treasure hunt theme, uh, I'm going to play you one now that I always felt like in experience was indeed a treasure hunt. You know, you just never knew what you were going to find when you would turn the dial on an old analog radio. And yeah. now we just enter numbers and there's no finding a station on the way to another one. There's, if you know the number, you just go to it. Or you push search and it just goes from one to the other. So you're not hearing like all that in between, Yeah, all that in well, between noise. So you can do that. But that's so fascinating to me because somebody mentioned that on Facebook. They actually mentioned the squawking sound, which I'm not sure that really captured that, you know, that sound that was sometimes happened on old radios. Yeah, that was that was an interesting sound. And, of course, we're not old enough really to remember much about our grandparents listening to the radio. Do, are, are you? Do you remember that? No, it was television by yeah, then. Yeah, it was television. And so the sound of, the sound of Lawrence Welka <laughs> is what I associate <laughs> with my grandparents. Right, right. Same for me. Um, although my grandfather in the, in the basement had one of those radios, the big, you know, consoles, and that was down in the basement. So, I mean, it had been kind of relegated to the downstairs basement where the TV was upstairs in the living room. So that had already started changing by the time 1960s. So our last sound to sample is yet another kitchen sound. And for many of you, this might not have been a kitchen sound. This might have been an outdoor sound. But in in my experience at my grandparents' cottage... This was in the kitchen. So this is how we washed our dishes, and this is how we got our hands washed, and this is how everything happened. All the water came from that. So it was it was a very distinctive sound to me, that pumping sound. I want to think about how we can be intentional just in our imaginations about what we're thinking about, what our grandchildren are listening to when they're with us. So be aware of that and celebrate it and enjoy it. Because again, these sounds that we're experiencing now that our grandchildren are listening to that are connected to us, they will be gone. You know, I've mentioned this one over and over again, but model rocketry generates unique smells like we talked about last week, also unique sounds. Mm-hmm. And, and as over the years, our grandchildren have gotten older, they've gotten a little less afraid of it, but still we have two who are so concerned, particularly of the sound of when it starts, right. 
that they don't want to be involved. Yeah, they put their hands over their ears yeah. and they're afraid, but they're, they're emotionally, I mean, they have an emotional response to it. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, really, one of the healthiest things we can do is introducing our grandchildren to music and having them connect music to us so that uh, anytime you're doing that, you know, anytime you're putting on music and sharing with them what you like and what you don't like. and But, I mean, it's just fun because those your musical tastes change, but you can introduce them to the things you loved when you were younger and the things that you loved when your parents were growing up and then the things you like now. And that's just a great way to share something with them. And you don't have to be musical. You don't have to be a person who creates music. You can just share music. So, And that will give them a warm and fuzzy feeling, I'm, I'm thinking, throughout the future. So hopefully there'll be a library. You know, this is funny because we're, we're getting ready to move and you have all these vinyl records that you're nervous about getting rid of. Why is that? Because I think that uh, they represented, for me, uh, a warm emotion that I'll never get a chance to enjoy again. Yeah, because they're not going to be all available, and so there might be a sound that you don't want to have go away. Uh, yeah, there's sound that I'm I'm considering never hearing again. Mm. Not because my hearing goes bad, but because the vinyl is gone. Yeah. So yeah, I'm scrubbing vinyl records and starting to do analog to digital conversions like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> so cherish that time with your grands. Enjoy the sounds together. Point out the sounds that they're hearing and uh, have a wonderful time with that. If, perchance, you would like to make some sound for us, like mm -hmm. on a voicemail, like by telling us what you like or what you'd like us to do, uh, we do have a telephone line set up, 317-572-7876, uh, where you can leave us a voicemail and let us know if we can use that audio on the air. Likewise, if you'd like to contact us uh, in Word, uh, the email is grandlifeconnection at gmail.com. That's grandlifeconnection, all one word. We'd love to hear from you. Meanwhile, I'm Emily Morgan. And I'm Mike Morgan. And thanks for joining us in Living the Grand Life. Next time on The Grand Life. I do cook differently than my grandparents, and so um, I think there are going to be tastes that I might never taste again that my grandparents introduced me to, but I can think of some that I just will cherish for the rest of my life and look forward to every time I have a taste of it. That's next time on The Grand Life. <laughs>